Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And now, here's this Sunday's message. Uh, You know, I was talking to a friend of mine recently. So she's a math teacher. She teaches in the area here. And she's telling me this story. A week ago Friday, she's there. She's got the Friday afternoon, two and a half hour time slot for class try to teach math. Well, anyway, she's got this lesson planned out. She's teaching them how to factor polynomials so as to figure out the derivative of the hypotenuse vector trigonometry. So in other words, uh, it was almost as complicated as trying to teach long division. But basically, she's got this whole lesson planned out. And, and about halfway through the class, there's normally a break. A few minutes before the break, one of the students, their phone goes off. And then another student's checking their phone. And then five people, 10 people. And, and meanwhile, there's some students in the hallway. And they're talking excitedly about something. They were on break early, I guess. And, and finally, the students are like, teacher, is it true? And she's like, is what true? Is it true that, that we get an extended Christmas? And just at that moment, another teacher came to the door and, and said, the students, it's just been announced, the students are going to stay on Christmas break till January the 11th. And there was this jubilation, this eruption of joy in the classroom to the point that it was, it was a total lost cause. Nobody was focusing on math at that point. And so the teacher just decided to, to send everybody on break early. I guess normally Nova Scotia Health makes these announcements at 3 p.m., but for whatever reason, that day, they made the announcement at 1.30 on a Friday. And to quote uh, my, my teacher friend, uh, it evoked quite a response. She said, the students turned to fleas on a hot shovel. I actually have no idea what that means. But uh, what I do know is this. Big announcements evoke a reaction. <laughs> So just think, think of a few examples, right? Could be, could be good news, could even be bad news, but... A workplace is downsizing and jobs are being cut. Or maybe uh, you, the test results come back and you hear the announcement that your father has cancer. All of these different kinds of announcements, good or bad, evoke a reaction within us. And just a few days ago, I had this very same experience. Uh, Here, again, for those who are from Nova Scotia, you will know this. Uh, A couple days ago, our premier, our chief medical officer, just announced that for, for three weeks we had been in lockdown, we had we'd literally been limited to gathering sizes of five people, and now that has been increased as of tomorrow to sizes of 100 people. And to be honest, my initial reaction to the big announcements was shock. I was, I was totally surprised. I never imagined uh, that, that this would happen. I thought maybe they'll increase by a few, maybe 10 or 20 or whatever, but 100. And the other emotions, I was feeling this conflict within me because on the one hand, I was excited because we'll be able to have some people in church for Christmas. But then on the other hand, I felt this being so conflicted because a hundred is really not that many. 
To give you context, last year, Christmas 2019, we had over 3,000 people come through our doors here at St. Benedict Church. And so, you know, I was just feeling all of this stuff, the frustration about the timing, you know, for the last 10 months, the team, we've been planning, we've been pivoting, we've been replanning, we've been pivoting again. And, and that just seems like, like one more chance to, to have to plan again. But as I sat with this and, and thought about what was going on inside of me, I noticed that there were at least three moments or three stages to, uh, to this big announcement. So one was, yes, the initial reaction, right? The emotions, that, that sense of shock or, or frustration or fear, not knowing what to do. Then there was the, the question, how am I to receive this announcement. In other words, what's the inner choice that I am to make? Because I could just decide, you know, I'm just going to be kind of frustrated or, or bitter about the timing. This is inconvenience to have to do more work now. Uh, but, but as I sat with it, I, I realized, you know what? There is an opportunity here, and I'm going to choose to latch onto that because, because it's a great gift that we can reopen, and we are going to do our very best, given the circumstances, and we're going to trust you, you who are parishioners, to, to uh, give us uh, your understanding that we are in the midst of a global pandemic, and, and we're, we're doing our best. So I went from reacting to receiving to this, this inner choice of this is, I'm going to choose to see this as an opportunity. And finally, the question, how should I respond? Right? What's the action that I'm going to take? And, and I'm so blessed here that leadership, it's not a solo act. I've got an amazing uh, leadership team around me and an incredible staff. And I, I just want to give a shout out to the staff. I mean, the last 10 months, they have been so awesome, hardworking, creative, pivoting, as I say. And, and just as an aside, we are working on a plan to have a few masses in person over Christmas. We, we have to line up volunteers first to help with that, and, and so we'll know more on Tuesday. But the point is this. I want you to think about these steps. Uh, when there's a big announcement, we react, we receive, we respond. And try to put yourself there, right? Uh, in a moment, you've heard some big news. How did you react, receive, and respond. You see, today's gospel is all about a big announcement. We call this announcement the Annunciation. And I would argue that it's the biggest announcement in the history of humanity. It's more important than the announcement that World War II had come to an end. It's more important than the announcement that a man walked on the moon. It's more important than the announcement that the McHash Brown is no longer available after 11 a.m. Now, if you don't get that, uh, Father Alex, he was preaching last Sunday, and that, that, really, that really robbed him of joy when he learned that news. Uh, and as it turns out, a bunch of people uh, this week have been sending him gift cards for McDonald's, as if he needs any encouragement whatsoever to continue his horrible habit of keeping fast food central to his weekly diet. Anyways, 
Our gospel today, the Annunciation, is the biggest announcement in the history of the world. God sends his angel to this unassuming place, Nazareth, to this unassuming person, Mary, this this teenage girl. And yet, he declares that he has a plan of salvation. He sees the plight of his people whom he loves. And I said this a few weeks ago, sin makes us weary. Well, because of sin, we're kind of wearied because every time we miss the mark, we're, we're bogged down, we're burdened. But even more than just making us tired, sin left unchecked will kill us spiritually and eternally. And I've used this analogy before, but sin is like a virus. It's like something that's, that's highly contagious and super dangerous. And yet, the announcement is this, that God is sending his son, Jesus, who will be more than just a vaccine. Jesus is going to be the one who who brings a total and complete remedy. He is an antidote to the sin problem. He loves us. He's come to forgive us, to save us, and he, he wants to give us the fullness of life. That's the big announcement. And I want to just unpack with you now this announcement that was delivered to this teenage girl, Mary, and and look at it through the lens of how did she react, how did she receive, and how did she respond. So first, how did Mary react? Now, I don't know about you, but ordinarily, I don't have conversations with giant illuminated spiritual beings that come from heaven. Well, Mary's there, and all of a sudden, there's this angel talking to her who says, Hail, full of grace. Now, we lose so much in the English translation, but essentially what what Gabriel, angel Gabriel, is saying is, Rejoice, you who have been graced by God and who continue to be graced by God. Rejoice. And Mary is is she's not exactly like, oh boy, uh, that really sparks joy in me, (laughs) you know? She's, she, the text says she's perplexed. And another translation, she's troubled. And perhaps even there, there was an element of fear. I mean, Gabriel, his next line is, do not be afraid. Right? That's Mary's initial reaction to this big announcement. But then, as the exchange continues, as, as Gabriel's explaining this plan that God is going to send his son to, to be present in Mary's womb, she will conceive and bear this son for the sake of the whole world. How did Mary receive the announcement? Well, she could have said, uh, you know what? Like, this is horrible timing for me. <laughs> This is, this is so frustrating. I mean, I'm like 15 years old here. I've got dreams. I've got plans. Are you, are you telling me now I have to replan? i got to pivot because of this announcement? No, what does Mary say? We know. She says, here I am. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. In other words, God, I'm in. 
I don't fully understand what you are asking of me, but I surrender. I, I'm with you, and I will do my very best, given the circumstances. I will do my very best to do what you are asking. That is how Mary received this announcement in her heart. And finally, how did Mary respond? What's the action that she took? Well, we don't have it in our particular passage, but if you keep reading the very next story, Mary responds by going to her cousin Elizabeth. So her cousin also just conceived in very special, miraculous circumstances, and Mary went. She went to love her, to support her, to be with her. And I think, in a way, you could say Mary, uh, she's just received Jesus in her womb when she said yes, she's carrying Jesus to her family, to her extended family, to share him. I mean, I was thinking about this. It's, it's almost this story of the visitation, Mary going to Elizabeth. It's like when Mary first receives the announcement, she receives it as an announcement. You ready for this? The announcement was an announcement. Okay, I know that's cheesy. But the announcement was an announced sent because Mary knew she was sent. This news wasn't just something for herself. It meant that she had to go forth. And that's exactly what she did. Now, I want to bring the story of this big announcement, the Annunciation, uh, back to us. How, did it, how does it apply to us? Well, each one of us is really, we're receiving an, this announcement, but it is and announce sent. That God, he's giving us, he's entrusting to us this amazing announcement of good news. That he's sending his son into the world to love us, to forgive us, to save us. And he wants that share. This is God's style, okay? God's way is he loves it when humans cooperate with him. And so he's inviting us to be part of the plan of salvation for the sake of other people. And just like Mary, we're called to imitate Mary who took Jesus to her family right away. Well, we're called to do the same, to reach our family, our friends, uh, with this message, with this announcement. Now, you might be like, okay, so what does that mean? I got to preach to my family? Yeah, right. Well, a very simple way that we can do that is by offering an invitation. And we know that at this time of year, uh, as we approach Christmas, people are actually open. They're actually open to church, to spirituality, in a way that they may not be at other times of year. So there's a real moment for us to do this. Now, in a normal circumstance, I'd tell you, yeah, just invite all your friends, all your family to come to St. Benedict Church for us for, for Christmas. But obviously, these are not normal times, and we're extremely limited. As I said, we're going to try to have a few in-person masses with 100-person people each. So that's not very many people. Uh, so the vast majority of people, uh, we're going to ask you to celebrate, join us online, to go to saintbenedict.ca slash Christmas. And, and this... It's as simple as this. You can share this link with uh, a friend, a family member, and just say, hey, check it out. 
why don't you join us as well? We're going we're gonna to be joining in for Christmas online at St. Benedict. Uh, here's what's going to happen. We're going to start at 3 p.m. on Christmas Eve, December 24th, with SPP Kids Family Christmas. And it's just going to be fun. It's going to be great for, for families with young kids to engage. Following that, we're going to have some carols uh, so you can get in the spirit and sing along. And then we're going to have Mass at 4 p.m. Christmas Eve. Now, it would be awesome if you can join us live to pray with us at 4 o'clock on December 24th. If you're, if you're not able to do that, that's okay. Uh, the Mass is going to be online. It will be available from that point onwards for anybody to join us uh, for Christmas at St. Benedict. We want you to share this with as many people as possible. This announcement is an announce sent. You are being sent to share this with others. Now, as I say this, I realize that St. Benedict Parish, this is who we are. This is what we do. We are a parish that exists not just for ourselves, but for the sake of others, that we, we want to share, we want to invite, and we do this. And I was, I was just thinking that, that because we care so much about reaching people who don't know Jesus, who don't know how much he loves him, we have stories of people doing this all the time. I love this one story. This happened a few months ago. So one of the guys in our parish, one, uh, one, one day, a few months ago, he uh, was at a furniture store, and he bumped into this other lady who was shopping for furniture at the store. He didn't know her, uh, and, and it just so happened that that lady was going through a particularly challenging time of her life. All kinds of burdens, and, and he didn't know this, of course, but he did notice that she was wearing a small uh, religious Catholic medal. And so uh, he went up to her and just struck up a conversation. And as they started talking, I guess she shared a little bit about the burdens that she'd been carrying. And, you know, he saw that as he listened to her, he saw that as an opportunity to just invite, to invite her to join us at St. Benedict. And so uh, he shared the, the link and she started to watch Mass, Sunday Mass online. And she watched us for, for a few weeks and started to, to get part of the community. And, and then, when it was possible, she actually came to Mass in person here at our church. And she continued that, and then somebody invited her to try Alpha. And this fall, she did Alpha, and she had uh, a wonderful experience to the point that she's actually going to be on Alpha team this January. This person who is so weighed down has been going through transformation. And Why? It all started with a conversation that led to an invitation, a kind of little announcement. Uh, and we can do this. You know, as we're ending this preaching series, the weary world rejoices. I want you to make note of this. We didn't call it the weary me rejoices. It's the weary world rejoices because it's not about me. It's not about you, it's about God and what he's doing and how he's calling us to cooperate with him so as to reach the world. So let's do it. Let's invite others to join us this year as we celebrate a Christmas like no other. 
Thanks so much for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. Have a lovely day.